Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's Classroom, what's the plan? Well, Becky hops on a table. So everyone of course, because that's what Becky does. <laughs> <laughs> and she delivers this rousing speech about how everyone in this room has lost someone they love. And we all must band together and storm the mines through the hidden, through the tunnel that that old guy told her about and get back those that they've lost and loved. And when she finishes, she says, who's with me? And only Brett stands up. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is a town of cowards. Becky points that gun at them and says, Get up now, or I'm blowing everybody's head off. Now let's pick up our story. So when we left, Becky had rallied the troops. The troops were non-responsive except for Brett. Then Becky threatened the troops, pulled a gun on them, and then the troops, figuring they're going to die anyway, decided they might as well put it off for a little while they transformed into wolves and headed off for for a mine shaft to dig a, a short connecting tunnel and hopefully sneak up on on these these strange tentacled creatures sidetrack is is behind them not too far behind with a uh, i am ied infra, improvised explosive device uh on the way to help amanda is in this huge cavern with 372 of these tentacled creatures who have just turned to look at her because they heard her think she's going to kill them. Uh, Claire is in a cabin where she grew up and then lived with her former, maybe future love, Colette. Where, who, who wants to jump in first? Amanda will. So what's Amanda do when... (laughs) If Amanda had pants, she would have shat them already. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's one thing Amanda notices about being this creature. There's there's no no butt situation at all. (laughs) The one time that comes in useful. Uh, She she quickly realizes the error of her her wayward brain um but if she's learned anything from her bff becky it is to think quick on her feet 
And so she has these, you know, I feel like every time you mention them, there's more. So she has 500 pair of eyes locked on her. 372. But I thought it was 100 before. It was hundreds before. Oh, Okay. 372 is, I mean, it's exactly a, in the hundreds. A, a rough, a rough guess. 372 pair of eyes on her. And, uh, and so, so she, she looks around and, and sort of puts her three little tentacles up in the air in a sign of, uh, <laughs> not dancing, <laughs> of, of, of just, hey, hey now, calm down. Uh her tentacles um and she just starts thinking they're coming and sort of she she thinks back to her her love beauty and the beast and that mob of pitchforks and and torches and and um so becky's or amanda's trying to to just get the mob to not to confuse them a bit and and maybe they'll realize that she wasn't thinking kill all of these fur tentacles but maybe she was thinking somebody's coming to kill them and and to to create like a like a call to battle if you will now there's a, something strange going on because Amanda never felt totally controlled by these things and now she starts getting this feeling that she's actually feeling kind of powerful, almost like she's got some control over some of them. Because here's the, here's the thing that's going on, people. Because of the amount of Xanax that Amanda had in her system, whatever biochemical reaction is going on with these creatures, it's not affecting Amanda the way it's supposed to. And all these creatures from all these different universes and timelines uh, were totally mesmerized and taken under control of this of 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 this biochemical reaction whatever is making it happen but it's not working on amanda and it's almost it's almost giving her power and so she's thinking she's thinking these these good thoughts and she's thinking and and she notices about a third of these creatures kind of look at her and well some of them are moving towards her in a kind of a threatening way about a third of them are kind of looking at the ones that are threatening Amanda with kind of like, uh, maybe you need to step back kind of looks. And Amanda sees this, and and so does she send any thought out to this group that she feels that she might have some influence over? Because she's, she, she's got this feeling like, I, I, there's something here, but what's she do with it? Um, yeah she definitely takes advantage of this um and her thinking is if she can get some of these creatures to turn on each other then maybe it will cause a distraction for her to get closer to the console because she notices that not only are those two golds for tentacles there but they have some guards surrounding them and so she's hoping that just diversion will. And so what does she think? Like, get them? <laughs> or, or what she? Yeah, I mean, she tries not to be too hostile because she doesn't want to get everybody. Because if only a third are following her, then that's not, 
quite an even fight. So it's more like protect me, like. So I, know, I think I'm, what ensues. I'm your sweet queen. I think we can all agree what ensues is some sort of tentacle slap fight. <laughs> Where where the third of uh, the tentacle creatures that are apparently under Amanda's control are are kind of slapping at the other ones and trying to push them out of the way and just kind of cause to cause a distraction so that Amanda can can get away um, if if she if she is so inclined and the others are really confused they're just conf confused as fuck about that because that has never happened in mind control land and so this this tussling it's kind of a gentle tussling start at least when it starts out that's that's what kind of happens yeah and it 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 sort of ripples because you know they're all just sort of floating so one gets knocked into another and now every all the fur tentacles are just undulating in this sea of of metallic yeah. bodies and furry tentacles and floating heads yeah and they kind of almost tip over but then they come back upright because they're like weebelows back in the day you guys are too young for this but weeble uh, wobbles, but they don't fall down down yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's going on and and we're gonna leave there we're gonna go to claire who has left the cabin and is headed towards that same that same mine shaft that Becky and her crew are, are heading for. And, and, and so Claire gets into that, that mine shaft. Um, nobody else is there yet. And then, and then there's a tentacle creature right in front of Claire. And it moves menacingly towards her. And then we're going to go back to Becky and her crew. They're riding the wolves. They approach the uh, the mine shaft entrance. How do you how do you go about putting them to work, Becky? So Becky Becky says, "All right, guys, get busy. Start start pulling those rocks." And you know, at first they're like, "These are the whiniest, most cowardly townspeople." Ever. I mean, Becky's really disappointed. She thought she was walking into Deadwood. And they're, they're fucking, half of them are fucking giant wolves. And they're still, and, <laughs> still wussy. And they're still wussy little whiny babies. And it's, come on now, she points the gun. And they quickly, they quickly transform back into humans and start pulling rocks. But Becky is distracted. Because there's a movement in the rocks. And she takes her gun, she creeps closer and closer, and out comes the raccoonicorn. Aww. It was her friend from the river. Aw, what's she doing there? Aw, is this your home, little buddy? <laughs> and, you know, she's not high on hallucinogenic <laughs> caterpillars anymore. <laughs> She sits down and she holds out her arms and the little raccoonicorn comes over and Becky doesn't speak raccoon, but she's pretty sure that the raccoon wants to help. Uh-huh. So she quickly finds the tailor in the group and she has the tailor fashion, um, their little raccoonicorn, its own little cowboy outfit. Oh, like, what do you, what do you call like the belt with like the ammo? on it a bandolero yeah so it, the raccoon has has one of those oh that's nice the, 
the, and the raccoonicorn climbs up on Becky's shoulders. And while all this has happened, she's realized all of her peons have completed their job and they can, <laughs> they can successfully get through the, uh, the tunnel now. Okay. So you, you head down into the mine. Is Becky leading or is she behind everybody? Oh, or? Becky's leading the way. <laughs> With and, her little raccoonicorn, who she's and so making. one of the guys okay. tells you that uh, that you'll get to the uh, the mine face, the deepest part of the mine, and he thinks if you dig only about four yards, you'll connect it to a tunnel that that'll very quickly lead you to to the the big cavern uh, area. And and about the time you get in there, sidetrack comes huffing and puffing, uh, carrying this big device with him. And as Becky moves forward, she sees some light further ahead of her in, in the mine shaft, and she makes out Claire. And as she gets closer, she sees that this tentacle, there's a tentacle creature there too, and it's got its tentacles wrapped around Claire. And, and, and what does Becky do? She whips out her gun and blows its head off. And this this creature falls <clears throat> to the ground and what does claire say? claire screams no and glares at becky with flames shooting from her eyes if that was possible and is devastated we're, we're going to go killed. back we're going to go <gasps> back in time for a second um when when claire entered this mine shaft and this, this tentacle creature came in after her. Claire turned and looked at her. And what did she say? Or Claire turned and looked at it. And what did she say? She was, she was a little verklempt as she looked at the creature and realized it was Colette and just screamed, I love you still. I've missed you. I'm so sorry. And, and they embraced. And they embraced, and, and Colette wrapped her tentacles around Claire, and then Becky walked in and shot Colette. Oh, that's really sad. I feel bad. <laughs> just, 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 just this much, a little bit. <laughs> Can we redo that? I feel so bad now. And, and I was so, trying to be a hero. And so Claire is not happy? No. No. And so how, what's that look like? Claire has always been in control of her emotions. So this, she just lets loose. She screams, she rants, she tugs at her hair and just screams at the sky and looks at Becky and starts lunging towards Becky. because She just wants to wring her neck or shake her furiously. And, and Brett steps in and grabs Claire and says, I know what it's like. <laughs> I lost a love today too. And so he takes he takes Claire off to console her. Becky, you've got you've got <laughs> I mean, you you did what you thought was right and you got you got a universe to save. I mean, in Becky's defense, it did look like that it thing was exact, trying to eat Claire. It looked exactly like that. And mm -hmm. and at this point, uh sidetrack try sidetrack screams from the other side of the room. They've They've got the Chloe's, all of the Chloe's from all of the timelines 
I'm tracking 493 Chloe's in all of the all of the dimensions and timelines I can track. These creatures have all of them. All the Chloe's. Even the one-armed Chloe? Yeah, they took her out of the back room where she was with the wolf mama. Oh no. And so what's a what's what's Becky do? She's do they set to digging? Well, yeah, Becky quick, quickly shoves a hallucinogenic caterpillar into Claire's mouth as Claire tries to bite her, <laughs> yeah. her down. You do, have a, you do have a bottle of Xanax as well. Well, but I, Becky prefers the caterpillars. It's her <laughs> drug of choice. And she turns to sidetrack and she says, can you blow this, can you, can you blow all these rocks out with your explosive device? Well, yeah, we could do that, but then we wouldn't have an explosive device to kill the alien, the creature. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Everybody work harder. Get busy. And so about half of the people, they'd been using shovels, half of them transformed back into wolves and start digging like wolves. And it's, and it's I mean, these are, these are big-ass wolves, and so there's a lot of digging going on. But wait. Suddenly, Cupcake hops down off Becky's shoulder. Now remember, Cupcake is not a raccoon. Cupcake is a raccoonicorn. Of course. And a burst of light shoots out from Cupcake's horn. And all of the rocks begin floating in the air, and they burst. Cupcake has telekinesis, kinetic powers, and uh, took care of the problem for us. And so it, they burst, so it gets, it gets really dusty, and everybody has a hard time breathing, but the tunnel is open. And so they, they scurry through through this mine shaft, and, uh, and, and they can see some light up ahead. And so they, they, they stop scurrying and they start scooching, moving along quieter. And then they, they're, they're on this ledge that kind of looks down at this cavern. So they're like, it, would be, it would be like three or four stories up looking down. And down below, there's uh, these 373 creatures, 372 tentacle beings. And well, there's only 371 now. And, and Amanda, oh. and, and no, she she'd already left. Um, and Amanda there, and and then Brett. Uh, it looks like a slap fight's going on, and there's there's bending and twisting and falling and bumping. And so, what's Amanda thinking at all of these creatures now that she she knows that she's got power over some of them, and and she also senses that that Becky's nearby. Yeah, Amanda is um, getting a bit smarter, and so she does some, you know, like Zen meditation shit to keep her brain clear, so she doesn't let on. But she can feel the presence of Becky. Um, so it's like the Force. It is. They're connected. Like it's BFF power. So as as all of this nonsense of furry tentacle slapping and undulation is going on the the two golden tentacles they sort of sent their guard out to try to calm down mm -hmm. what was going on um because they'd never seen this happen and like i don't know maybe something dangerous could happen like if there was enough friction maybe they you know 
get up some some electric charge from all that fuzzy all that fur rubbing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some static shock kind of thing. Yeah. It's going to be very uncomfortable. So Amanda realizes that she's going to be able to get closer to the console, and she sort of creeps up, and and she keeps her body in this this undulating pattern so she doesn't stand out. And when she gets there, she sees in these floating head orbs. Um, one is, you know, like the little not alien, alien tentacle head. Mm-hmm. But the other one. Is this the gold ones? They're the gold ones that are mm-hmm. at the console. Um, the other one has a human face. And it's a woman with sandy brown hair. And she seems to be deep under control. And Amanda wonders if she can sort of nudge her consciousness to this human form without getting the alien guy's attention. And as she does it, she can hear little whispers of Claire bouncing back from this human because it was actually Colette. And Colette had just sent a doppelganger out after Claire because I didn't want her dead. So she's not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but that was such a tragic, unexpected twist. I don't want her dead. Okay. Claire deserves better than this. Claire's married. Claire's a, Claire's a hoe. Claire does not love her husband. How, how close are you to these two golden creatures? Oh, I'm right there. I'm like right on, on the side of the the console. Like I'm within tentacle reaching. Well, two tentacles <laughs> reach out. Two golden tentacles reach out, and they grab Claire, and the three of you they no clap, clap, grab Amanda, and the three of you disappear. So both. Oh, Amanda disappear out of the middle of this room and you reappear in in just this white space it it's like it's you 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 can't tell floor ceiling or anything it's just this white space and it's you in tentacle form it's these two tentacled creatures and it's uh 492 chloe's <laughs> And then you see these two gold tentacle creatures transform into, well, we'll get to that in the next episode. (laughs) Because we're going back, Becky and her crew have Uh just burst through into this cavern. Uh, There's all this chaos below. They saw Amanda and these two gold creatures disappear and sidetrack hands becky this explosive device and what happens remember chet is down there well that's the thing becky doesn't want to blow up everybody because half of the town is down there so what's becky do becky looks at cupcake and says can you help me, gentle friend? And power 
magical powers shoot out of Cupcake's horn once again. <laughs> what kind of magical powers? It's a force field. It's a shield. Oh. It's a oh. shield from Cupcake's love. And love shield. It's a love shield. It's a pink love shield. And it, um, it uh, wraps around each of the monsters that are actually townsfolk. And they begin floating up in the air. And Becky then quickly yells, knock, knock, assholes. Becky's home. (laughs) And she takes the explosive device and throws it into the cavern. And it goes up in flames. And uh, there was about 58 townspeople that were saved. Uh, the other 320-ish people, that creatures that were just killed, about 300 of them were just townspeople from other dimensions. Oh, um, sorry, guys. But uh, they're, they're all gone. Um, we're we're going to wrap it up here, but um, Colette, Colette is really dead. Damn it! This is so unfair. Becky, it's okay. Is feeling pretty heroic because she did save the townspeople, and uh, these creatures are gone. She breathes a sigh of relief. Sidetrack pats her on the back. It says, "I wish I was that brave." Aww. And, And Amanda is in this white void with these two creatures that have just transformed, and. And 492 Chloe's. And we'll wrap it up there. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show. Unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.